so good morning everybody i tried to go live like five seconds ago and i really don't even know what happened but i am able to be live now so good morning good morning good morning good morning good morning good morning lady heart here and i just wanted to take a moment to take some time to share some good stuff with you some updates and a mindset minute and a couple of other things that we have going on so um i'm just going to give us a few seconds to get a couple of people on this morning and um answer a few questions so the first thing that i want to talk to you guys about is lady heart um I've been getting a lot of questions. Lady Heart, where you been? What you doing? What's going on? Good morning to you. Um, thank you for joining. I see you out there. Welcome. Um, where you been, Lady Heart? What you been doing? What's going on? Well, the truth of the matter is, is that I have been with you guys every Sunday and every Wednesday. Um, but the thing is, is that I've been behind the scenes. And I have to say, yesterday's worship, yesterday's worship experience, yesterday's Sunday services were amazing. If you didn't get a chance to tune in, Spiritville's Family Church started going live at 9.30 in the morning, which is our normal worship time for our early service. And it was amazing. We had Pastor Rayvon on with Children's Church and she did amazing. We had Bishop Love with Remnant Youth Ministries on and that was amazing. We had Danielle Miles who get rendered a worship and praise dance for us and that was amazing. And so, and then at 11.30, we started our worship experience. Now I have to tell you guys this, good morning, thank you for joining. I see you out there. Amen. Um, I sincerely miss my worship team, all the musicians and minstrels. My God, it takes me back 15 years to when we start first started the church. And um, you, many of you may know that my husband was singing and he had uh, recording contracts all lined up. And what ended up happening is we took a left turn and we started pastoring. It was like one day we were singing, we were doing everything in the music industry. And then the next day we were pastoring. And my husband gets up on uh, that Saturday morning before the first day. And he says, okay, so this is what's gonna happen. I'm gonna preach and you're gonna sing. And I was like, no. <laughs> I told him, I said, you're the singer, let me talk and you sing. And he was like, no, that's not how it's gonna go. You're gonna sing. And so I led praise and worship the very first day that Spiritfield Family Church opened up. And so singing worship through the quarantine has kind of taken me back to 15 years ago when we first started the ministry. And so it makes me appreciate the minister of music that we have, you know, um, Pastor Love and uh, Brother Jurgen. And it makes me appreciate, you know, Ray Wilson. And it makes me appreciate all our praise team and worship leaders. Man, I can't tell you guys how much I miss you, Spiritfield. I miss you guys so much. But as for me, I've been really behind the scenes doing a lot of stuff. A lot of you guys know that uh, Pastor Hart and I, we have the church, but we also have several other businesses. And my God, navigating through this whole thing with 
you know, the coronavirus and getting funds and filling out applications and talking with banks and doing different things that you have to do to make sure that everything stays in operation. It is mind blowing. And so there has just been a lot of stuff that has required my personal attention. And so you say, Lady Heart, we were doing our business seminars and you were doing your mindset minute and everything was on a roll. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of that is good. But as a business entrepreneur, you have to take care of business first. And so as far as Spiritville Family Church is concerned, we are utterly thankful to God that we are able to um, approach the different banks and submit our applications. We got everything in, so we're just waiting for responses. Um, and so that's really where my time has gone. But guess what? Guess what? Good morning. Thank you. I see you. Um, guess what? It is time for us to get back on the ball. If you have not already, what I want you to do is I want you to take a moment and I want you to sit and reflect. I know a lot of us have been sleeping in late. I mean, I myself, I didn't even get up until 630 this morning. And so I know a lot of people are out there. You're just sleeping in late and, you know, because we have to be at home. If we're not considered what's called essential personnel, we have to be at home. And so our days have been kind of wonky, if you know what I mean. But with that being said, um, with a lot of us being at home, our schedules have gotten off, but I want to encourage you right now that as a business founder and as a, as, as a business owner, a business starter, an entrepreneur, wherever you're at, um, this is an amazing time. You know, we have time to sit, we have time to reflect, we have time to gain clarity on the things that God wants us to do. And so that's really what our Mindset Minute is about. So now that I've gotten all of my stuff out of the way, um, where you been, Lady Heart? How you doing? Um, I wanna talk to you guys about your mindset. Um, this is, really is an amazing time. If you haven't taken time to sit back and to think about where you are and what you're doing with your time and increasing your productivity, you're wasting this time. God gave us all this time. It's been 30 days for us to have a quote unquote reset. Okay. And with that reset, you should be doing something productive. You should be doing something. You should be going back into your notes and examining the word of God that he's given you in the past and looking and seeing and saying, what is it that God wants me to work on right now? You should be doing that. You know, and everybody is talking about, oh, this is a reset, a reset for the world, a reset for the world, a reset for the world. We have clean air. We have this, we have less crime and all of that stuff is fine and dandy. But I want to ask you again, what are you actually doing with the time? Um, I was brought to Revelation 21 and five, where it says, where the Bible says that the king sits on the throne, the king is who God, the king is who Jesus. He sits on the throne and he says, behold, I will do a new thing. Actually, rewind that. He says, behold, I will make all things new. Be, new thing, that's a whole different, that's a whole different chapter. But God says, I will make all things new. Now, if God is going to say, I'm going to make all things new, why would he do that? What is the reasoning behind his, his, you know, plan for making all things new. The plan of making all things new is for us 
to take advantage of what God has done. So many of us pray that God, um, we need to have our slate wiped clean, or we need to have, uh, we need to have a, a second chance on things. Well, if that's you, then guess what? This time of awakening, this time of reset, this time of refreshing, this time of newness is just for you. It's for you. It's for me. There are so many people who are talking about, oh, I can't wait to get back to normal. I have a question for you. Why would you ever want to go back to normal? I don't understand that. Why would you ever want to go back to normal? For some of us, normal wasn't all that great. Now, I understand you might have been out the house. You might have had a routine. You might have had, you know, all of your different little things that you were doing. But was normal really all that great? So then you and I, we can appreciate that word where it says, behold, I am making all things new. Look, I want to share another scripture with you, if that's okay. Okay. Um, this one comes from Luke chapter 5, 36 through 39. And I'm just going to read it from you. I'm reading from the New International Version, if that's okay. And this is what the word of the Lord says. It says he, meaning Jesus, he told them a parable. It says no one tears a piece of a new garment to patch an old one. Otherwise, they would have torn the new garment and the patch from the new garment will not match the old. And no one pours out new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the new wine will burst the skins, the wine will run out, and the wineskins will, will be ruined. No, new wine must be poured into new wineskins. And no one after drinking old wine wants the new, for they say, the old is better. Now, I wanted to share this scripture with you is be because we don't want to go back to normal. We don't want to go back to business as usual. We don't want to go back to the old way of doing things. We don't want to go back to the old way of thinking. We want to be engaging God in his word where he says, behold, I am making all things new. If this is really a reset, if you are really hearing from God, if you're really taking the time to understand the time and the places that we are in during this time, you're going to understand that God is doing a new thing and he doesn't want us to men and women of God, business founders, business owners. And I love talking to Christian business founders and business owners because, you know, when, when the coronavirus first started, man, we was struggling, scrambling, trying to figure out how things were going to get done. But God says, I'm going to do a new thing. So here's the, here's the thing, what God wants to tell us with this passage of scripture here in Luke. He says, look, don't take something new and tear that up and try to fit it to something that's old okay if you have something new work with the new thing that god has given you if you don't have something new then you need to inquire of the lord and say lord i need your revelation i need your rhema i need your power i need you to speak to my heart and tell me what i need to do in order to activate the newness in my life see there's a place of manifestation that god wants his children to walk in and i'm not talking a, a prosperity doctrine i'm not talking about any of that what i am talking about is that you are supposed to be the hands the feet the tangible substance of god here on this earth and so there is a purpose and a mandate for you and i to 
produce. Amen. And so when God takes the whole world left, I say he's taking a left turn. Okay. We was on a path. We were going good. And then all of a sudden, wham, something new happens. Something different happens. God does a shaking and he does a moving. Okay. And so now business as usual has ceased. Okay. And so God says, don't take what is new and try to fit it to what is old. See, what's going to happen is when you work with what is old, you're going to distort what the old is. You're going to mess it up. It's not going to match. It's not going to fit. It's going to be like trying to take a square object and place it into a round hole. And God says, don't tear up what's new. If you tear up what's new to add it to what's old, guess what? You destroy what's new. You destroy the new thing that God is trying to do. You destroy the new word that God is trying to impart. You destroy the new relationship that God is trying to establish in your life. So don't take what's new and try to fit it into what is old. Instead, take what's new and begin to work with that and shape that and mold that the way that God wants you to mold it so that you can achieve what God wants you to achieve. Now, the second thing that God says in Luke is he says, no one takes, um, pours new wine into old wineskins. Now, what will happen is in the old days when they would make wine, they would get a couple of pieces of skin, they would stitch them together, and then they would pour newly uh, pressed grape juice into the wineskins. Now, what would happen with that new wine is that as they put the yeast in, the new wine would begin to expand because it's going through the fermentation process. And as this new wine is going through this fermentation process, as it's turning from grape juice into wine, it would expand the skin. And since the wine skin is new, the wine skin would begin to expand with the wine. And after a period of time, after the fermentation process was done, the wine skin would go back down, the wine would, you know, stop fermenting, it would come to a place of fullness, and then you can take the wine out and you can drink it. Now here's the problem. If you take new wine and you put it into a wine skin that has already been stretched, what's going to happen is that wine skin is going to reach its capacity and then it's going to burst. And then you have no wine and you have no wine skin. <laughs> and so what God says is when I give you something new again, don't put it into something old. Don't try to make it fit into what is old. You have to do something new. And God is so amazing that he doesn't leave the word there. He's so amazing that what he says is, I will make, um, I will give you the knowledge that you need. I will give you the revelation that you need in order to institute whatever is new in your life. And so God says, you know, if I'm giving you something new, work out something new. Don't put it in something old. So when you take the new wine, you have to put it in a new wine skin. If you're going to have a new garment, wear the new garment, use the new garment. Don't, don't take it and try to fit it into something old. But then there's this last verse that was a little puzzling to me. It's always been a little puzzling to me, but I feel like it's so applicable. When you look at Luke um, chapter five, the very last verse, verse 39, it says, and no one after drinking old wine wants the new, for they say the old is better. And the thing that this verse is saying is that after um, wine has been aged for a certain amount of time, 
it tastes better and better and better. Okay, so for anybody out there who has ever been a connoisseur or who has ever learned anything, now I'm not encouraging you to go out and, and, and you know, to start wine tasting and, and all of that kind of stuff. I'm simply reading to you the scripture, amen? So let's look at this. The scripture says, no one after drinking old wine wants new, for they say the old is better. Old wine tastes better. So what that means to me is that when God gives you something new, don't be so quick to abandon it. Don't be so quick to give it up. Don't be so quick to say, this is this is not working for me and I wanna go back to the old way. Don't be so quick to give up on the new experiences and the new processes and the new um, uh, routes that God is taking you through, okay? Because the longer you stick with something, the longer you engage in something, the better it's going to get for you. So how does that work in our mindset moment for today? How it works is, yeah, we're in the corona, coronavirus, we're dealing, everybody's dealing with the Rona, um, everybody's got a reset. Um, I encourage you to take this time to think about what God is trying to impart newly into your life, okay? And don't get discouraged, don't give up. Don't allow the fact that things may not be happening the way you think they should happen to set into your mind. God is still in control. God is still doing a new thing. God is still revealing his word, his glory, and his power through what's going on. And God is still in the blessing business, amen? And so what God wants to do is he wants to bless you. And so give it time. Can you say that with me? Give it time. Give it time. Because the older it gets, the better it gets. And that's in the word. Look, it says, and no one after drinking the old wine wants the new, for they say the old is better. Amen? Give it time. The Bible says that patience has to work its perfect term, which means it has to work out on its own. You have to give it time. You have to give God, allow God the timeline that he sets up and emphasize what God wants to do in your life. So really, uh, ladies and gents, that is mindset minute for today. I do want to ask you a question. Okay. So I want to know, how are you doing? What are you doing out there to deal with what's going on with this coronavirus that's coming up, that's going on, this pandemic, this epidemic, how are you dealing with it? How are you coping as a, um, as a business founder, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, how are you coping? How are you applying the word of God to your everyday life, to your everyday business to make sure that, you know, you are able to be sustained through this time. Do you have anything to share? Is there anything that you are doing to help people through this particular time? Okay. What is it? So if you, if you got a, a, a business tip or if you got something to share, then I want you to go ahead and share that. And while you're thinking about sharing that, I want to let you guys know um, that Pastor Hart and I we are setting up our schedule now that we have kind of a handle. Oh my God, you know who else I miss? I miss my media team. Oh my God, I miss everybody. 
So just in case you're saying, oh, Lady Heart only cares about music or this or that or the other. No, I absolutely 100% miss everybody, every single person. But um, I miss the media team because you guys work hard. Oh my gosh, it has been such a production, a mind-boggling production to try to get Sunday mornings coordinated and off the ground all by myself. But I want to thank God for our, our, our media quarter, uh, uh, director brothers, Stephen Cannon, and all of the people on the, on the media team who make Sunday mornings happen when we're at the church because, oh my God, I need you now. Amen. But, um, our Sunday mornings are going to start at 9.30, but Pastor Hart and I have a new schedule. So on Mondays, we're going to be doing our Mindset Minute. On Tuesdays, we're going to be doing Faith, Finance, and Business. We're also going to have our 7 p.m. Women of Purpose. Amen. On Wednesdays, we are having our Recharge Revival starting promptly at 7 o'clock p.m., on Thursdays, I want to let you guys know that we are having choir rehearsal on Thursdays. Yes, our music ministry is going strong. Starts at 6.30 p.m. On Fridays, we're going to be doing the First Lady's Hat, and we're also going to be doing some things with the radio station. So if you're interested in getting involved with the radio station, please direct message either myself or my husband. On Saturdays, we have our... Um, frontline ministry, which is food distribution. And that happens at nine o'clock AM. And it happens on site at Spiritville Family Church. You, It is a drive-through service at this time. And we are so incredibly proud of our food distribution ministry under the direction of brother JD and sister Helen, how they have been just doing an amazing job, making sure that people still get fed. And then on Sunday, we do it all over again. And we also want to send um, a great big shout out to our prayer ministry, our prayer and our altar workers ministry with um, both Sister Sharon and Sister Crystal, how they have been excellently standing at the front line to make sure that prayer goes forward every single day for the body of Spirit-Filled Family Church. And so we are so excited about what God is doing. And so um, that's really it for the Mindset Minute that we have today, I want to remind you to stay encouraged. I want to remind you to stay prayerful. I want to remind you to stay watchful. I want to remind you to stay rooted. I want to remind you to stay grounded. And before we go, I do want to take a moment to just pray a prayer with everybody, if that's okay. If that's okay, I want to pray a prayer with you, okay? Um, Father God, we just come before you today to give you glory, honor, and praise, Lord. Lord God, we thank you for the opportunity to come and to just commune with you and one another today, Lord. Lord God, I pray that above all else, you will bless your sons and daughters through this quarantine time. I pray, Father God, that we're not just sitting at home like we could be doing and just, you know, lounging around like this is time, time off or a vacation. But 
I pray that we are redeeming the time and we are planning, Father God, for the harvest that you are granting us right now, Lord. Lord God, I pray, Father God, that you would continue to raise up your sons and your daughters like never before, God. I pray, Father God, that you would endow them with your spirit and with your purpose. I pray above all else, Father God, that you bless them in their purpose, Father God, that you reveal to them exactly what you want them to do, Father. I pray that you bless them in power, that it is you who energizes them, that it is you who gives them the energy and the strength to go forward by your spirit. I pray, Father God, that you will bless them in their productivity, Lord God, that as they are going forward, not just in their spiritual life, but in their natural life, not just in their natural life, but in their mental capacity. I pray that you would increase productivity in all, in everybody's life. And lastly, Lord, I pray for prosperity, Lord, that you would bless your sons and daughters through this time, because it has been proven that in times of hardship, you have always taken care of your sons and daughters. And so Lord God, I Thank you, Father God, that you are blessing your sons and your daughters right now. And in this, we give you the glory and the honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So one more time, I do have a homework assignment for you guys. Um, make sure you tell me how you are spending your time during this quarantine. And we'll talk about that on our next Mindset Minute. And until I see you again, until the next time, I want to say God bless you. I love you. I miss you. I really, really do. Pastor Hart misses you. The girls miss you. Nancy, Kaya, and Rosie, they miss you guys so incredibly much. And we are praying for God's strength, healing, power, purpose, productivity, and prosperity in your life. Many blessings, family. We love you.